0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE.
2: What's up, Bulls Nation? Welcome into the CHGO Bulls Podcast presented to you by PointsBet. Don't forget that promo code CHGO. When signing when up, sign up to live your
1: bet <laughs> I love the way you do that. I always wanted to do it. When you sign up. When you sign up. And you, hey,
2: you want to take it?
1: No. Take you're, the reins. You're, you're good at it. I'm not. <laughs> I do it when, when we do the... When Mark and I do our show, we alternate hosts. And yeah. That's, that's when I try to mix it in. Mm.
2: So when you are... Doing one of the Bulls HQs and you're doing the intro, do you say it like that? When you do, sign up? Two
1: things I always want to do but never do are the Zach Lowe, welcome to, and <laughs> the, when you sign up. I got to, I don't know. Ha- What's stopping you, Will? I just, you can I do, don't do have these the courage days. to do these things. And oh. you
2: know, the welcome to aggressively would sound even better Paired with Bulls HQ, then the low price right. podcast. welcome to Bulls right. HQ, yeah. Because 2 and Q, Ron.
1: I got to find my own shtick. You do. Mm, well, because, mm. like, I remember, snap, like I remember
2: months ago mm-hmm. when you were like, do people say to you, like, what up, Peck, as in, like, what, oh, up, what Beck? up, Beck, which is what Zach Lowe says to yeah. Howard Beck all the time? I'm like, no, that's his thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't take that.
3: I Never like here. when Zach Lowe does this podcast is brought to you by Supercuts. <laughs> 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 he says, Supercuts kills me. <laughs>
1: Supercuts. <laughs> Supercuts. I, I love when uh, Windhorse says that. He's just. Uh, he's, a, he's a goofball. Do you do, are you a, a frequenter of the Supercuts, Joey?
2: <laughs> no, I've
3: never been. No, new, new never
2: been. No. Be. New
0: Supercuts,
2: Supercuts. Supercuts I know out. Will don't go to Supercuts. No, There's I no actually, way. I got my haircut earlier I this know week. You go did to not go to Supercuts. What? No. What? Shout out Belmont Barbershop in Roscoe Village. You just saw it and went in, didn't you? No, I I live like three blocks away. Yeah. So well. when I moved to that neighborhood last year, I was like nearest barbershop. Boom. Because I actually have a buddy who also lives in that neighborhood, and he's like across the street from the barbershop yeah. like if you're looking for a barbershop i don't go to this one yeah because he goes to the one in his old neighborhood because uh-huh. he's one of those people who's like oh i once i find my barbershop that's yeah. my barbershop yes i don't care i know wherever we i'm living the, the nearest barbershop is the one no, i go we've to we've had this
0: discussion i think it's insane but we've had this discussion before man no once i found a barber man that is that becomes your people you go there all the time, yeah. I was just there today, shout out to my barber. Like, yeah, you'd be right, thank you very much. Um, but yes, man, when you find a good barber, man, you don't let go of it. I, that is I what guess. you do. I it's couldn't important. tell
2: that you went to the barber today, mm-hmm. but I guess that means but that they did the a, sign, good job. a good job. It's
0: the sign, sir. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, he just okay. got the that's lineup. See, I didn't do nothing special. I just got the line. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I want to get the lining straight. I'm going to do something in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Then we're going to do something a little extra.
2: Uh, shout out to uh, Antoine in the comments. who said, good evening, fellas. Ready to talk about Patrick Williams. That's what we're here to talk about today. Oh, that's today? Uh, that's today. That was. It was. It's it was. It was prove it
1: Pat time. Prove it Pat. It.
2: Mm, uh, by the way, Bulls underscore Peck, B W L Sports. Will underscore Gottlieb. I haven't messed up
1: once. I'm very... Ladder. It's on fire, man. On fire! on fire! Mark messed up. We are CHO <laughs> underscore Bulls.
2: It's been a fun day here at the studio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shout yeah. out to the CHO Cubs crew. They had Joe Madden on Joe the show man. earlier today. Joe Madden, Go bro. and give that a view and a listen if you are a Cubs fan. Yeah, it was, was a really awesome fun man. conversation. It's really and then awesome, after man. we're out of here, Bears After Dark is doing a watch party. Bears. So from kickoff all the way through, Bears Commanders, our CHO Bears crew will be here watching the game. Live streaming. Are they
0: having food? Will food be I assume. Okay. Well, Lawrence, there's going to be food. You don't know what it is, but there's going to be food.
3: Last time, Carm Carm catered in some Giordano's pizza and wings the last time. Nobody Mm. really ate it, though. What? Mm. Why nobody really ate it? Well, he he was eating it live on the stream. So I oh, think nobody it,
1: wants to be on the stream.
0: It was a little. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that when, makes
1: sense. When we had the draft show, I was eating pizza live. That was I, that was not a great look. Yeah, but are no, you, we we I were have no problem with that. You doing that right? No, I was doing it. On you camera. was on on camera. Yeah. Oh man, you, you don't eatin'. have to go back yeah. and watch that. If I had like show, a <laughs> dripping wet
2: beef sandwich right now, I would eat it while we're doing a show. Yeah, it depends feels how Can you crop Matt out of
1: the? I don't
0: know people might pay to see that. Let's talk about bowls. <laughs> that either wet sandwich. Who knows? It could happen. Dipped. Dipped. I could say it's wet. Why not?
2: No, because those are two different orders.
0: I know that. But I was like just saying you had a wet sandwich. Dipped.
2: <laughs> I never have a wet sandwich. I always have a dipped sandwich.
0: Mark's right. It's so, Pushing easy. The yeah, it's so easy. Pushing man. the button. It's so easy, Pushing the button. It's <laughs> so easy.
2: I'll leave. You guys can do your own show.
0: Oh, let's talk to Patrick. Williams. Let's do it. But before we <laughs> get to Patrick, uh,
2: wanted to quickly touch on this uh, this trend that uh, people have been maybe talking about through these preseason games and it also at practice. Will you mentioned this when I was like anything cool coming out of practice today? And you said the second unit is crushing it. Mm-hmm. I believe those are your words, or the, mm-hmm. the second unit is balling. They're balling. They're balling. They're mm-hmm. balling. Uh, they're hoopers. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I just wanted to talk about that for a second sure. because. It kind of, Bulls fans can recall back in the day of the D-Rose, Tibbs years, mm-hmm. the bench mob, sure. old days. when the bench mob was a thing, yeah. and you had Taj, and Omer and Ronnie Brewer, and CJ Watson, Wah! the Bulls bench mob, and it became a thing, Kyle Korver, mm-hmm. because the second unit would come in, and instead of just holding onto the lead that the starters had built, or giving up that lead, they built that lead up. That's true. They were crushing their opponent's second units on a nightly basis. Last season, we did not get that mm-hmm. with with last season's Bulls. When Billy went to the bench, she just kind of clenched up, and you're like, oh, God, how's this going to go down? But well, there, there could be some optimism here, Will, that this this second unit this year, with the addition of Drummond, with the addition of
1: Dragic, and the growth of some of the other young guys, they could have a really formidable second unit. I think the difference is, and, and this may not be true for the entire season, but I think Billy is interested in trying these units that have the full five bench man, five man bench units. Whereas last year it was like pull DeMar earlier in the first quarter and let Zach and Vooch kind of do their thing. And then after with like a minute or two left in the quarter, pull Zach and Vooch, bring DeMar back in with Mm -hmm. IO and with, you know, some of the other younger guys and let them play. So staggering those guys against each other. What we saw in the first couple of preseason games was Zach and DeMar come off together, which we didn't really see at all last year because Ideally, you want one of those guys in the court at all times, but mm-hmm. what we've seen in preseason so far is these five-man bench units that are just flying up and down the court, <laughs> yes. getting steals, yeah. pushing on misses, pushing on makes, like, just mm-hmm. getting really easy offense in transition, and they're really fun to watch. I mean, Dale yeah. and Terry's throwing no-look passes, Javante Green dunking on everyone, yes. Mm. Yes. like, they're just a lot of fun, and uh, I was asking Caruso about it today at practice. And his his uh, response was, "It's been remarkable the chemistry we've been able to develop just since playing together from the jump. The new concepts on offense of being random and just playing basketball, making reads that are there, taking advantage of the defense. It's been, for lack of a better word, a revelation for the mm. second unit. And oh, I just revelation. thought that was great. Mm. Like they they clearly enjoy playing together. I think Dragic is having a huge impact. Oh, we have a quote. Perfect. Sorry Look about at that, Jay. Mm. Um." Yeah, Dragic is playing, Drummond is playing, they're flying up and down. It's just, it's great basketball. I think it's exactly the the kind of easy offense that Billy wants to see out of this group. And I think the next step is like, how do we start to blend some of that in with the Zach and Damar and Vooch lineups? Because those guys like to play a little bit slower, a little bit um, more methodically. So interesting uh, thing to look forward to, but that bench unit, I think we're going to see quite a bit of a, at least early on in the season.
0: Yeah, you know, I, it was one of my... Uh, when we did our, our thing yesterday, our, and, our
2: top ten best things from preseason. Correct. Yeah. Um,
0: one of them that I had that was left off was uh, the Bulls are kind of deep, like yeah. they really are kind of deep. Like watching that in the preseason, because I'm watching them just put in their scrubs, and I'm like, well, I shouldn't even say scrubs, but I'm just watching them playing the non-starters, mm-hmm. and I'm like, wow, all those guys are pretty pivotal, though. Like we really need those guys. Like those are important people, and I'm looking at the other team, like. Ooh, right. <laughs> <Who's that? laughs> like, yeah. But like, it's
1: interesting because now you have the situation where there are probably eleven guys on the team, maybe yeah. twelve that could play. Exactly. And there there does need to be a cutoff. Billy said like you can't really play with more than ten. Sure. Right. So you've got like the the starting five of Io, Zach, Damar, Booch, and Javante, right? Or Patrick. And then in the bench you have Patrick, uh Drummond, Dragic, Caruso, Kobe, and then you have Derek Jones Jr., mm-hmm. Daylon Terry, guys mm-hmm. that just may fall out of the rotation, even though they're really good just because yeah. the Bulls' depth is so good. Yeah. There could be injuries. It's a good problem to have. Right. But sure, sure. it's, you know. Some, and, and you kind of saw that in their minutes. final
2: preseason game when they held out Zach and Demar. Mm-hmm. It was like, okay, so then Kobe's in the starting lineup, Daylon's in the starting lineup, along with, uh, you know, Vuj, Pat... And they're like, even still, they had a deep bench when some of those bench guys got elevated into the starting lineup because they decided to rest some of the vets for their final preseason game. It's, I know that Bulls fans were disappointed, underwhelmed, pick your, you know, pick your word to describe how they felt about the Mm offseason and that Drummond and Dragic were not what they wanted. Mm -hmm. Didn't address the three-point shooting. Wasn't the big splash move that I think a lot of Bulls fans were hoping to see, but unquestionably added real depth True. to this team. Really did. If, knock on wood, Dragic's
1: 85-year-old leg holds up. He's got a big old brace on. Oh, my God. Did you post a picture of him wearing like his
2: sh- brace at practice earlier this week? <laughs> I, I, think so, I saw it on Twitter else. somewhere. Oh. He has a leg brace that he wears <laughs> during not
0: games that is yeah. the size of a freaking boat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, but... Because he's not – I'm not going to be dependent on him every single night strictly because the bench is really, really deep. Yeah. And and also with that, guys are now who are going to be in the starting unit, let's say Javante's in there, let's say – and we know Ayo's going to be in there. Those are also, like, bench guys. You know what I mean? Those are guys who are used to being off the bench. So – whenever you change that lineup and want to run certain lineups with the bench, you're not really losing anything. You know I mean? As a matter of fact, you're gaining something with those guys being in the starting lineup, but they still have that experience of running with those guys on the bench.
1: At the very least, it's a different look. And yeah. I think that is something that the Bulls really missed out on last year, especially when all these injuries hurt. You had to move Caruso or I.O. into the starting lineup. You yeah. had to have Javante exactly. in there. Yeah. And then those guys who are really good in 18 or 22-minute spurts can't play that same way for 28 30 minutes great point point. and so now hopefully like you said everybody stays healthy but that you can't depend on that over the course of a season so now instead of having eight or nine guys you have 12 that can play right you've got a little bit more wiggle room a little bit more margin for error and as we talked about a ton last year this Bulls team doesn't have a lot of margin for error so True. giving yourself some breathing room in any way I think is a really good thing yeah. and and Dragic and Drummond have been really impressive it's not just like they're The 11th, 12th, 13th guy out there. Um, Speaking of
2: which, Jason in the comments saying, downtown Drummond, looking pretty good in fairness to him. I like it. I've also seen a lot of people on Bulls Twitter saying, uh, instead of Andre Drummond, Andre Drummond. Okay, Do we like one of those more than the other?
0: Ooh, I don't know. I like them both. Uh, so do I. I like both. It's of hard those. for me to choose right now. Entree drumming and downtown drumming. I like them I both. I like uh, entree better.
3: I like so, entree, too.
0: Entree, yeah. But it could be food. Downtown it sounds like Randy some Brown. food. It's something to eat. You know what I mean? Like, he's like an entree. Like he's an serving entree. Them up. Serving them up, man. We got the waiter already, though. That's, that's, that's you know. It's or like
3: better. entree with an E.
0: I yeah. get it now. He'd be eating. He's Took eating. Took me a second. He's eating it. I mean, they both work for I, me. I like, I like them
2: both. I mean, downtown Drummond is cool, too. Yeah, I uh, like them both. Geo in the comments said, the bench is going to take them further this year. Uh, I, I love the optimism there. I I don't know if I would confidently say that, but what I am confident in is that this season's bench, mm-hmm. if
0: everyone is healthy, mm-hmm. unquestionably better and deeper than last season's bench. It makes me excited going into those games where, you're playing those teams with those really great starting fives and let's say they match up well, you know, or their starting five is better than ours. But when they go to the bench and then you have to bring in those guys because you, this is what's going to happen. And knowing that there's not a letdown for the bulls, but actually something that just changes, you know what I'm saying? Just shifts a little bit. Like you said, they just running up and down the floor that death by a thousand cuts defense is in full effect with that second unit. And then in that transition like. I don't think another team's bench is going to have what the Bulls have, mm-hmm. you know, as far as that depth and what they can do in that transition, and especially if that three-point shooting is going well, like with guys like Kobe and people like that. But, yeah, it's going to be hard to compete with that bench that the Bulls have, man, because that they're just deep. They're just really, really deep, man. I'm, I'm excited to see what they do.
1: Yeah, the other thing is, like, when you talk about the way that the Bulls want to play with this randomness, with this pace, um, that's a hard thing to prepare for. Mm. as a as a defense right like mm-hmm. when you come in to play the bulls how do you prepare for like randomness and transition sure. mm. to it's a certain a extent point. it's yeah. like you just have to be better on offense so that they're taking the ball out of the basket mm. so with this unit that you're talking about playing really good defense with Caruso and uh Javonte yeah. or Patrick sure. or Drummond i mean Dragic has looked pretty good defensively when you've out. got this lineup that's really getting stops whether or not it's a steal like they're getting out in transition And so that becomes much harder to guard. And now you're just getting these easier points throughout the course of the game that you were never getting last year. And so if or when Lonzo does come back, one, he fits that perfectly. He's going to he's going to slide right in. And two, it extends the depth even further and makes you that much more dangerous. So I think they're they're just insulating themselves against the problems that they've had last year. I agree they didn't really add too much shooting, but they're, they're trying to mitigate that shooting in other ways, and I think transition is a big part of it. Let me,
0: can I ask you, um, when you said that the bench you know, was looking was balling, was
1: Patrick Williams a part of that? Uh, I just meant in general, like the, okay, over the last general. couple of days. So okay. the, the last game, obviously Patrick started, but that was pretty much a bench unit. I mean, Vooch was out there, but these units with uh, Dragic, Kobe, and Caruso, whether it's Javante or Pat at the four, mm-hmm. uh, and Drummond or – you know, if they're right. going small with Derek Jones, I like those you. units with that trio specifically is, is getting uh, really comfortable with themselves. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, all three of those guys can put the ball on the floor and attack the paint. All three of those guys can spray it out to a shooter. All three of those guys can come off a screen or initiate a pick and roll. So it just makes you very dangerous because the defense doesn't really know who, who to load up on. And, mm-hmm. and that's the problem with... I mean, as good as DeMar was Mm -hmm. last year, he's he's limited in the way that he can play, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he he does the same thing, and oftentimes you can't stop it. But when he's not out there, what were the Bulls doing? And so this is just giving them that extra force throughout the game that they Mm -hmm. can go to. Uh, yeah.
2: AK in the comments uh, right there with you saying last year's Bulls bench between injuries and COVID was rock bottom scoring. This year's bench will allow uh, us to rely less on Debo isolation. Because he was which, ISO
0: king, bro. Goodness gracious. But that that's bench. that's really yeah. all the
2: scoring that that second unit had <laughs> was not actually any member of the second unit, but Debo playing with the second the unit. Staggering.
0: True, man. True indeed. Um, and our our Do guy wanna, Hayes, shout yeah.
2: out, saying uh, the passing and ball movement may be better off the bench than the starting lineup. Mm it's um, certainly possible. True indeed. Um, but if they if they want to rely on that to get their offensive looks and get most of them in transition, as opposed to Zach and DeMar can get looks in half-court offense. Vooch can get his looks in half-court offensive sets. The second unit is, just wants to be about running up and down, playing, you know, running-gun offense. It's true. They appear to have the, the pieces to do that right now. That's and true. I think
1: they're trying to blend that into the the offense with the starting unit, too. I mean – that's part of the reason why I think Javante is going to be in there is because he really gets out in transition. Um, Io has been working on that a ton, just playing with pace. It's like all he's talked about is just like getting, making reads and understanding the game and processing it at the speed that he wants to play, mm-hmm. which is fast paced. We saw, I mean, we know Zach can get out and just sure. turn around a 360 dunk on there. But um, Damar, I think, likes to walk it up, but he he also benefits from this extra spacing. And so mm-hmm. I think he's bought in. Billy said he was bought in today. Um, what I was going to say is do we even want to acknowledge Marquez's comment in the Oh,
2: I was going to get there. Mark K, when you add a former number 4 pick to the bench, it should be better than last season. <laughs> this man is a menace. <laughs> Damn it, menace Mark. to society. I oh. mean that is, that is classic Mark Snark right there. Mark Snark. Mark, Mark, snark. Mark snark. Uh Dontavius apologies buddy. He said, "Damn, I thought you guys were going at five 30. You got to follow us on Twitter, Dontavius. Yeah. RRCHO underscore Bulls Twitter at around 4 o'clock, a little after 4 o'clock, gave a the programming game. alert tweet saying that we were shifting from 530 to 5. But apologies that Sorry. you missed that memo. But thanks for being here, though. Did you not get the memo? <laughs> Derek Rose can go upstairs, and we're starting at 5 instead of
1: 530. Are you kidding me, Drogic? Dragic.
2: <laughs> so, see, there's got to
1: be an over under set on how many times I say that this year, and I'm taking the taking it over. I'm taking the over. Yeah, taking the yeah, over. No, smart. Dude, uh, smart
2: dude. Hayes saying that the uh, go in chgo means they can go whatever whatever time they want to. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guy. Oh, Thank great. you, Hayes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I mean I am very much looking forward to this. What what would this be? Bench Mob 4.0, 5.0? Because the OG Bench Mob was the Ronnie, CJ, Omer, Corver, mm. Taj, bench mm. mob. Yeah. I feel like Nate Robinson was the ringleader of bench mob two Okay. You know, like that 2012, 2013 season. Yeah. When people were like, oh, this Bulls bench. And
0: Bellinelli, too. There right. was. There Marco. was like five oh, years
3: in a row they had an awesome backup point guard. They kept cycling e. in. Yeah. Right. They had they had productive backup point guards. John Lucas the Third. Lucas the third was, was good. Shout out.
0: Yeah. Shout out. Um, Aaron Brooks? And, yeah. Our Aaron Aaron guy. Brooks. Our guy. Um, um so, yeah, where are we now? Is this benchmark 5.0? I guess. I, I like the name that somebody had in the comments called them the Flavor Unit. The Flavor I Unit. I like that. that. That's a hip-hop uh, connotation uh, I, don't I don't even want to go into with me, you. That to me, that sounds but, too yeah. much like Guy
2: Fieri. I
0: don't need any of that. No, no, unit. no. It's, it's really Queen Latifah, but, okay, yeah, it's her crew. They were called the Flavor Unit back in the day, so I, I get why you're saying it. But, I, yeah, I liked it. I like the flavor unit. But what just you My head thinks Flavor think Town, and flavor I don't Town like that. And you don't yeah. like Guy Fieri? I, no, I went, no. To <laughs> yeah, I went straight to Flavor Town. <laughs> <laughs> I went straight I, to Flavor Town. You Our guy, Brandon from Town.
2: Denver, is here, remember? And when they were uh, helping us launch the HEO all the way back uh, in, in March, and they were uh, just gushing about all the amazing Chicago food that they had while they yes, were here, they yes. said the one bad meal they had in Chicago was Guy Fieri's Flavor Town. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, dude, what Chicagoan told you to go to Guy Fieri's
0: restaurant? Nobody told you that. Nobody. And also, uh, just a quick note. Breaking news, Hoodie Wonder is outside, guys. Oh! He is here. Yeah, Look he was, at him. Oh, he's oh. out earlier. It's he had a Zippy the, he's out early, yeah. And there, there. is no shirt, no shirt under the Zippy hoodie. And gym shorts on. And gym shorts, man. You guys Talking are one and the same. nobody? Yeah.
2: Talking to himself?
0: What you say? Got a heater? Is that what you called it? <laughs> yeah, heaters. Got a heater out there. Yeah, he does. Darts. I, saw, I thought I called it a dart. A dart. Yes, you did say that. You did. Yes. Like <laughs> the white guy disconnect. Hey. Yes. They get the Queen TV They film me. The white guy disconnect. It's all right. It's why I'm here. It's why I'm here, man. It's why I'm here to help that to bring that connection together. It's all he, love. Yes. All love. And that's um, all it's ever
2: gonna be. Real quick before we uh take our sponsor break, uh Flipside said it's JR from Grand Rapids. What up, JR? JR long timer, uh, who said, What did what do you guys think Stacy's nickname for Dale Terry is gonna be? We need something better than just DT. Mm-hmm. How about Taz? Since he's like the Tasmanian Devil out on the floor, mm. Ooh. Terry Taz. Yeah, I I do mm. like Taz.
0: The same exact- But
2: there there is something just beautifully simplistic about DT. Yeah,
0: yeah, it's something there. I, I don't know. I don't know if we can grab it or touch it yet, but it's something there. But I like what then, I do know is I have faith in Stacy to come up with yes, a great nickname. I, feel like I was just gonna say
1: the beauty of Stacy King's nick- nicknames is that it just comes out one day. Correct. Mm-hmm. Correct. Like remember. When he came up with the paw, I, I don't yes. remember they were playing the Clippers, mm-hmm. but he was—he just like I think it was a dunk, and Patrick yeah. dunked it. Yeah, he was like, the paw, the claw, the paw. Yeah, and he just like realized the in the moment right. that's what it was. Speaking
2: of bench mob, one of my favorite underrateds from Stacy uh, Omer Sheik. So, you're like you know, when she uh, when Sheik would dunk, he would you know oftentimes call him the Turkish Hammer. Yes, but then there was this one time where where t- uh, Omer had this really like beautiful, eloquent. Step through Euro lay in for a guy his size, and Stacy in the mic just goes, "Ooh, Turkish delight!" <laughs> and I was like, "Yep, that's a winner right there." Oh man! And that you know that that just rolled right it's, out of Stacy's brain in that him. moment can in only time. Help to contain him. That's all you can do. That's all you can do, man.
0: So yeah, I'm looking forward to new nicknames for these new players on the team. Stacy always anoints it correctly, man. So yeah, it should be fun. More fun stuff in the season, man. That she is right around destroy. the corner. It's right around the she corner. Uh, All right, today's episode. You are dangerous.
2: Prove it, Pat, coming (laughs) up next. Today's episode brought to you guys by one of our new sponsors here at CHGO, Shady Rays. Shady Rays. They never understood at Shady Rays why sunglasses were so expensive, so they set out to change it. That's what they did. You don't have to break the bank for quality sunglasses this fall because our friends at Shady Rays have you covered. You. Shady Rays are premium polarized shades. Featuring world-class optical clarity, substantial durability, and styles catered to everyone and every lifestyle. And the best part about Shady Rays is that they have the most insane protection program in all of eyewear. Lost and broken replacement. If you lose or break your shades on day one, Dave, they told us they will send you a brand new pair. No questions asked. Shut up. If the goat here drops his sunglasses in a lake while he's out living his Brazilian best life,
0: sounds feasible.
2: Yeah, if he if, if he drops his sunglasses off a of Brazilian cliffside, anything they'll replace them for you. They'll do that. Uh, Shady Rays also provide ten meals to fight hunger in America with every single order placed, Word. and have donated over twenty million meals to date. Awesome. Love that. Yes. And right now, exclusively for our CHGO Bulls listeners and viewers, Shady Rays is running their deepest deal of the season. With promo code CHGO, you can get 50% off two or more pairs at ShadyRays.com. That's basically buy one, get one free. Mm. You can get two pairs for as low as $54. Mm-hmm. Two pairs of shades, $54. $54. Redeem only at ShadyRays.com, where you can find all their newest and best shades. And one more time, that promo code is CHGO at ShadyRays.com for 50% off Mm. two or more pairs of shades.
0: I can't wait to put mine on my face. And look as cool as you want to look. And you know why I also looking cool? Because he is on, like, what, day nine of your Athletic Greens there, sir?
2: Well, I think we're at day 12 now. Day 12? Day 12, oh, oh. baby.
0: Double-digited out here, baby. You got my I Athletic Greens it. right here. <laughs> I'll allow this because he has already had his five high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and, oh, my sweet Lord, the adaptogens, the adaptogens. ladies and gentlemen. Oh, let them seep into your soul. Ah, oh, help you start your day right. That special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, nervous system, immune system, energy recovery, focus, and your aging—all the things you would want to take care of. Costs you less than three dollars a day. You're investing in that all-in-one nutritional insurance. It's vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free. Contains less than one gram of sugar. No GMOs. No nasty chemicals or artificial anything. I was waiting for you. I thought you were going to say it. With you. Oh, you want to be? Okay, In all nothing. right. All right, tag team. Back no, again. Official. All right, anything. all right. Let's do this then. All right. And it does all this while still tasting amazing. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> Very good, man. I'm proud of you right now. Don't take the word for the man who just fist bumped me right there, though, on day 12. More so, take the word of this man over here with that perfectly coiffed hair, where it looks like that hoodie was specially made for him
1: because <laughs> he is ready to go. His name is Will to Go Gottlieb,
0: and he gets down with Athletic
1: Greens. I sure do. And mm-hmm. I think I'm on day, like, Probably a hundred and something. Mm -hmm. Hundred and my. Why I gotta show me up, man? I just no. I keep saying this. (laughs) I keep saying this because my biggest accomplishment with it is that you are now on board. Yes, True.
0: it's a great thing.
2: It's a really great thing. Your your words of encouragement and and your positive reviews definitely led me closer to uh, the
1: edge. And now you know you're joining us on the light side. You can you can lead
2: a horse to athletic greens, but you can't make him drink it. But you did get this horse to drink athletic
1: greens. You got it. Yeah. Well, well done. Okay. <laughs> well said. It's a poet. It's amazing.
0: And to make it easy, Athletic Greens are going to give you a free one-year supply of that immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs. Count them out. Five of them, thanks, with your first yeah. purchase. <laughs> All you yeah. have to do is visit athleticgreens.com. Slash. C-H-G-O Bulls. Ooh. That's athleticgreens.com. Slash. C-H-G-O Sh- Bulls to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance because it's Athletic Greens. You scoop it, you dump it. You shake it, you drink it. Joey?
3: You feel it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was ready for that pass. Can
2: you feel it? Drink it, you want tonight? Doom, doom, doom. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> 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 Thank, oh.
0: You.
2: Thank you, Jason. Very nice. All right, guys. Let's. You want to talk about Pat? Let's talk about Pat. Pat, Pat! Patrick Sir Williams. Um, Obviously, maybe the most contentious player that Bulls fans have been discussing leading yeah. up into this fresh season. Yeah. Expectations high. Wondering if he is going to end up coming off the bench to start the season with the way that Javante played in preseason. We'll see. <laughs> Either way, we're going to look at a little bit know. of Pat tape from their preseason finale against the Bucks, mm-hmm. And then we are going to have our Pat prove it time where we each set out a goal. That we want Pat to accomplish this mm. season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's start by looking at some tape from that Bucks game. Let's do it. Um, and this was actually a series of plays that uh, our pal Marquet clipped together. Shout out. Bless his heart uh, while he was watching that game. All right. So this Ooh, first one I like Great. because he's not involved in the play, but he's moving. You're going to constantly see him moving. And that's really a theme for a lot of these that we're going to look at. Mm. So there he is under the paint fighting for positioning. His man leaves him, and he says, well, hey, I'm here right here. Mm -hmm. Get some work on the offensive boards. Uh, Will, you talked about how Billy has been harping on getting more offensive rebounds and second chance scoring opportunities this season, and that Drummond will be a big part of that. But who's to say that Pat can't be a big part of that? He
1: absolutely should be. He's a very good offensive rebounder. Mm. And I think this was before any of his five dunks. I got to say, when I was watching this, I was like, Patrick,
2: Right. Dunk that ball. Dunk that ball. Yeah. Right? He was screaming it. Good for him for staying there and having that positioning. And, like, you know, he, it was kind of whoever that was for just completely refusing to box pad out and right. it was like, here, you want this offensive rebound. Right. But you got to finish that play stronger than he did. Not
1: the first time he scored on a goaltend. Zion blocked him on that time he did yep. the Euro step. and yep. oh, dunk
2: that. Oh, there's, we're going to see another one in this selection of plays there's that we've a, clipped a together. To, yeah. yeah. To
1: choose from.
0: Yeah. Because those are the things I kept saying. I, I like the strong start, but I need the strong finish. Mm, so mm-hmm, he, it's like mm-hmm. I need him to finish it. You know what I'm saying? As, as Jay-Z said, finish your breakfast. Like I need him to eat. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get everything, bro. Like you made the move. You did everything right. Right. Now get your reward. You know what I mean? It's like he needed – and I'm honestly, this was a turning point for me in the game for him, that block, because you saw it change for him immediately after. I'm sure we'll get into it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I – just talking about the rebound, though, I love the explosion that he has when he goes up for those rebounds because mm-hmm. it's always out of nowhere. Right, <laughs> That explosion, you, you always forget his leaving a bill until you see that.
1: You're like, whoa, that was really powerful. And here's the thing about Patrick and what Billy has said about him specifically is that they need to figure out ways for him to impose his athleticism on the game. Mm-hmm. And when he runs down to the corner and he's standing there while there's a, a opposite side pick and roll, and Demar gets to his spots or whatever, and the first time he touches the ball, uh, Crusoe was talking about this today. Like the first time he touches the ball, he's got to shoot it with eight seconds left on the shot clock. Yeah, that doesn't help you feel involved in the offense. Yes, you're finishing the play, but in these clips where he's just entering the ball, cutting through, going in to get offensive rebounds, like he doesn't have time to worry about the last play yeah. where he messed up or whatever it is. Yeah, he's got to go get that offensive rebound and go put it back. Yeah, so I, I think this is this is really good, and that's why he had such a good game is just because of his involvement in the start and the initiation of the offense in the middle when he got the offensive rebound and then trying to finish out the play. So I really like what, what we've seen so far here. Yeah, me too.
2: Uh, all right, let's keep it moving with our next play featuring Sir Patrick. Here mm. you go. Look at that pass from Terry. Mm. Yeah. Screen, Terry's a great passer, Coming man. around. Nice. Now Look at that. This is and beautiful. there is the second 10. This is beautiful, <laughs> man,
0: because this is stuff I was screaming for him to do last year. Like, dude, you're bigger than these right. guys out here. See how he Punished maintained them. his positioning throughout the entirety
2: yes. of that pick and roll.
0: But what I love is it's he recognized, run that, Joey. Like, he recognized that immediately. Mm-hmm. Like, as soon as he got that little fella, Boom. it was like, oh, nope, got him. Give me the ball. Sealed him. Look at him. Give me the ball. Work. How how seldom did we see Pat do seals like that last season? <laughs> Very seldom, man. And what I mean again, it was only nine games, but it was seldom. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to just see more of that. And even in his rookie season, you wanted to see more of that because he's bigger than everybody out there at that position with the athleticism. You know what I'm saying? So when you run that pick and roll and you get that seal, I, I feel like that's something he learned watching Vooch, honestly. Because that's what Vooch does really, really well is seal those guys down there and eat. And that's all I want Patrick to do. Those are how you find your buckets within this offense. Now they t- You got to talk about Javante Green, how he gets those buckets within the offense. This is the way he can do it within the offense. For me, in the slashing and the cutting, yeah, he can do those things. That's cool. But Javante, that's him. That's what he does. That is a way that Javante cannot do that he can incorporate in his offense right there. Oh, I'm bigger than these guards. Work.
1: Eat. I love it. And I think what's, what's great about this for me is like, and he's talked a little bit about how he's working on screen setting. <coughs> As you said, he's got the seal there. That is in and of itself making him available. It's making him put his athleticism into the game. Because mm-hmm. you can't stop that. If he's got you sealed, the only thing you can hope to do is goaltend. Joey, right. go, back,
0: go back to that. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you, bro. I'm sorry.
1: But- I was just going to say, like, you, you look at the way that Io's using that pick and roll. Mm-hmm. Great point guardsmanship to just, oh, pay, to just feed him the ball when he's got position. Like that's mm. that's a two man game. I was a big part of that, and so for Patrick to make himself available, I think it's it's a big thing that he's focusing on this year. Mm. Um, something I want to write about soon, so I won't say too much. But okay. I think that's just a big focus for him.
0: We wind it back, Joe. Right when he gets that guy sealed, right when he gets Carter sealed, because I want I want to show something real quick. You want to run that? Run that? Boom! Right there. Look at the space he just created on this little dude right here, dog. Get off me! You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like this. More of that like and mm-hmm. all he had to all that he could do was foul him, you know what I'm saying doing that or wait for the help defender, which is what he did. I wanted him to go up a little stronger, but he probably couldn't have because you see he had his arm right there so he couldn't do it. but I love the space. That he just created. Give me
1: a power dribble. Yes, right? exactly. In the goal yes, exactly. Exactly. Like I people yes. in the comments are the saying. Memo. Yes,
2: Jason saying use that size. Matt Skizzy saying mouse in the house. <laughs> yes, man. Javon um, I
1: mean, he's a great defensive player, but right, he, he ain't stopping six that. inches on him. Yeah, dude.
0: Uh,
2: Antoine saying, I just want Pat to know that he can be so dominant. I need him to know it's
1: okay.
0: <laughs>
2: and, and our guy Hayes saying, once, we'll real, uh, once P-, P. Will realizes he's bigger and stronger than people guarding him, no, it just it's says, over.
1: It just says Will, actually.
2: Yeah, so I, I assume I, I, he I, I, he's was talking about me. I assume I he, he was talking about you. Yeah. I thought
3: he was talking about Will.
1: Realizing no, clearly that, talking that, about that you're Will.
2: bigger and stronger yeah. than these NBA players. Athletic yeah.
1: Greens, man. That's how I do. Put me on an Exhibit 10. Mm. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, Although, shout out, I think it was uh, our guy embraced the hate in the comments who just was so hyped up by your AG1 read just now that he said he's going to go buy some.
0: He did say that. Yes, I saw it. Thank you for saying that. Uh, that uh, All right, let's let's keep moving on this tape, Joey. Mm. Uh, We got more
2: P-Will stuff to look at here. Okay, here we go. Another little screen and roll with Caruso. Once again, sealed. sealed. Yep. Oh, that yep. time throws it down with authority. But it's basically a very similar play, just yep. flipped from, you know, just side to side great of the one we just watched.
1: Great positioning on the screen. Mm-hmm. Look at, like, the attention to detail there. The first thing he does is try to make sure that he gets his defender on his back. Mm-hmm. also love the left-handed live dribble pass. Yes, so right. Look at him just say, nope, you're on my hip. This mm-hmm. is my lane to the basket. You're not getting in position. And, yeah, I'm not messing around this time up over the top. <sighs> now, and Do what, that every single time. Every, every time. Single
0: time. Run that back for me. Yeah, keep running, Run that. Run that. Keep going. Boom. Stop it right there. What's great is he's sealing him, but he's, he doesn't have him completely sealed, but Caruso knows what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? He sees it already. That pass mm-hmm. is gone immediately. You know what I mean? He didn't wait for him to get down there so he can make the move. He waited for him. He was like, nope, I see what's going on. I read this. Here's the basketball. Use your talent to finish the rest of this. And that is exactly what he did, man. No, I love that so much because for me that is more of an unorthodox way to do it. Just the just the angle that Patrick took was very unorthodox because usually, as we saw in the last play, that's more traditional how he did it. Boom, boom, in the paint, sealed it. He went like, you know, this way, you know what I mean, like more vertical to get to the rim. And then the dunk shot. Like, it's, it's so many things he can do, man. It's so many ta- th- talented things he can do. And as soon as he just realizes, like, hey, he said that he and Will are bigger and stronger than everyone, he'll be better, man.
2: Old bugness said, I want to see Pat attack the rim. Like, it just yeah. told him Gatorade is better than water. Do you think that Gatorade. Patrick Williams is the water boy?
0: <laughs> is, that, is that what you're saying? That's, I mean... It, Dude, that's a good nickname. But again, although, although maybe that's it.
2: the comparison that they just needed to yeah. pull the rage to pull out, out. out of the yes. water boy. He's the water boy. We need boy. to
0: pull the rage yes. out of Patrick. That's Bobby Boucher right yeah. there,
1: man. What, what, one thing I want to point out about this though is that, like, this is not just like give Patrick the ball in pick and roll and let him like operate, mm-hmm. which, yeah. is, which is kind of what they did in that last game against Minnesota. This is involving him on just being a screener. It yeah, right. The basket. Yes. He doesn't have to have you know unlimited usage for him to get his get involved in the game this is stuff that he can do for damar it's stuff he can do for zach You can be involved in these plays with the starters or with the bench unit i know mark's talked about it i'm sure he did with you guys the other day but like this is simple stuff that he clearly can do mm-hmm. and it clearly also works regardless of what unit he's playing with yeah it's just Put the guy on your backside and go dunk on him because nobody him. can mm-hmm. stop it. Nobody.
0: Yeah. Uh,
2: we got a couple more to look at in that clip, Joey. Speaking of going and dunking on him, uh, is this the play uh, coming up next that got me all kinds of jazzed up and tingly? Uh, all right. Well, so there there is another example of Pat doing good work on the offensive glass. Great. Love that. Um, you know, he was trying to establish some, you know, interior uh, presence there in that step through. Didn't go well. Didn't hit the shot. But he's right back there, getting his own miss. Yeah, and then kicks it out smart. Gets it right back. Maintains his solid position in the post. Mm-hmm. And knows, hey, if I just stick right here, maybe Caruso is just going to th- sling this right back at me and I'm going to get myself another easy two. Look how he just takes that one little step away from his baseline defender to free up just enough space for Caruso to give him that ball back. And then, whoop, step, boom, easy two. Just activity and movement around the basket. Yeah. Oh.
1: yeah he, went for, he went for the Euro from right to left and he kind of went, Away from traffic and then into traffic there. Right. He would have just said left, right, and gone right up. I think he would have been right there, but he kind of just forced the issue. And then he was oh. like, "Enough! I'm just gonna dunk it."
0: Yeah, run that, run that play, Joey. Just keep run that. Hey, DJ, get run that back. Run that. <laughs> Boom. Freeze it. He's that is. Look who he's grabbing the rebound over. That is Andre Drummond. He is taking the <laughs> rebound from man. <laughs> That's who he's taking the board from. He's taking it from you know, is in perfect position to get this rebound. No, it belongs to me. It's Again, mine.
1: One of the great offensive rebounders
0: ever in the history of the <laughs> game. Ever. And he took it from him. So not only taking from a great rebounder, he's
1: showing the aggression it was, though. It was nice of him to not dunk over Drummond right away, though. Yeah, it was very he nice of him not to, do, him to, him to like that. do that.
0: You can't posterize your own teammate. But it's just it's just the fact he the aggression of saying, no, this is mine. I'm taking this. This is my basketball. I'm trying to do something with this, man. And then gets it back and then finish it. you know, with the veracity right there. I love that, man. That's his, That's what, you know, makes me excited watching him do stuff like that, man. Yeah, what
2: makes me excited is you're using the word
0: veracity. Come on, baby. Woo! Get the vocabs Woo! up. Get the vocabs up. You know what I mean? Love me? that. Come on with this. Uh, Works, all right.
2: Man. Back to the well, Joey. There's still one more play that I wanted to see where Pat just says F it and goes to the hole himself. <laughs> yes. the, fate, the I fate know it's is in Patrick here somewhere. Okay, play. Pat's in the corner. Uh, here? There. And oh, in your face. You Rewind suck. it, please, Joey. All right. Something subtle, but I think important. If this same play is run a million times beforehand, mm. Pat is just going to stand in that same spot in the corner, but he doesn't it's on this play. What does he do? He sees Caruso is about to get doubled and a little bit trapped on the baseline, so he moves. Moves Mm -hmm. without the ball. (laughs) I know it's a simple concept, but look what it does for him. Yeah. Instead of standing in the corner and maybe getting a three or maybe not, he helps his teammate by
0: moving off the ball. One cut, he's past his man, and another dunk. Yeah. It's so simple. It's super simple. And, again, for me, this is unorthodox stuff. Right? Stop it, Joey. Stop it. Stop. like, the way he went up, you know, and the angle that he took to get to the basket. Yeah. It's so not normal. Like, no. honestly, it's not, man. Like, look at that.
2: And the and, and he the with the left. just two huge strides yes. to be like, okay, here's I'm at point A. Right. The basket's at point, P, point right. B. I can use two and a half strides and, and dunk it. But most players wouldn't even think of that as a possibility in that scenario. At all. And most of them wouldn't even try to dunk that.
3: You that's what exactly what I was thinking. He literally needs an inch of separation. And yes. he's going by you and elevating over you. Yes. Like he's that's in that tier athletically.
0: Absolutely. And I love – see, again, I think – if you go back to that first play, it was, it was a lot because of that first play that we saw. of Him getting that boy and him getting that, that block and that layup. And it was like, you know what? It beast time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it got released after that. Mm. Like, see that? that? You didn't see none of that in the mother clips. You didn't see none of that. And the only other time you saw that, he went up and takes the rebound from Drummond and comes back and dunks it. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the stuff I want him to learn from, man. Like, I'm, no, I'm not mad at the mistake. I need you just not to continue to make it. Right. I need I th- you to learn from it and grow.
1: I think what you're what you're seeing here and, and you kinda mentioned it, when he's on the court with the starters, he might just stand in the corner. Because the goal of playing in those units is like, he said it. How do you get Demar and Zach into a groove? That's they're two all-stars. Like yeah. you if you want to get a good shot, they're probably gonna be the ones that take it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so what is what is he supposed to do? Stand in the corner and create space. But this time, I don't know if it's just he's learning the game better, he's understanding where space is opening up, but he just he just moves into free space. yeah, And and that just creates the, all the lane that he needs. Mm. He moves over six feet, and then all of a sudden, he's got a wide open lane to the basket. And I think that's just this idea of that second unit just playing basketball. They're just moving. They're running.
0: Can you expound on that for me real quick? You say he moves over into free space. Like, what do you really mean by that?
1: Yeah, so, Joey, if you can bring it back up, I mean, Caruso's cutting across the baseline, and, you know, bas- basically, he's bringing himself into patrick's defender as you said he's about to get doubled mm-hmm. so patrick is there in space mm-hmm. and now as caruso continues on patrick is just moving away from the mm. defender okay the defender's got his back to him but look i mean he's just moving he's floating into free space mm. and from yeah, there he's
3: just moving into that where derrick jones that, was occupied
1: that, right yeah so derrick jones jr
2: mm-hmm. clears out and then p-dub takes that space exactly Mm -hmm.
1: and so it's simple i mean there's not great spacing on the floor there's like bodies in the middle of the paint exactly because of the movement that they're trying to play with Mm -hmm. um and like they just keep saying i mean they're just playing basketball out there i think whatever whatever that means it's like getting patrick out of his head he's involved in the play the ball has energy he's moving around the ball's not just like coming to him when he needs to shoot a three with seven seconds left on the shot clock he's involved and it just makes all that stuff so much easier for him.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, the rest of the clips, I believe, on that were different opportunities where where Pat was taking open threes. So uh, we're running short on time, so we won't look at those. But mm. we do know from these preseason games that Pat is looking very willing to shoot threes when open, which is a good thing. Yeah. Uh, if he's a trailer, if he's the corner guy, um, you know, the, the the one that we still would like to see Pat develop is is a pull up threat. Um, you know, Ooh. that that might be a little further down the road, but.
0: We saw him working on that. Between his rookie year and last
2: season, he's shooting 40. No, sorry. Yeah, 41%. 41%. Yeah, about Um, that.
0: So that option is there. We've seen that mid-range him work on that a lot in those off-season workouts. We've seen it. Uh,
2: Exactly. Erase the hate, said, you guys are great. This is Bulls porn, and I love it. (laughs) If that's what you want to call it. I mean, you Your know, words. the stash is a little bit of a giveaway. <laughs> um, and a shout-out to Ronald, who's said, big fan of the show and following you guys since Locked On. Hey, um, you, sir. All right, got to take one more quick break, thank and you. then we're going to come back mm-hmm. and finish up with our Prove It Pat goals. Prove It! While we're reading this ad, hit that thumbs-up
0: button. This one. Do Tell you us it? you like us. Do it. Tell us please. you like us, man. Pretty please. Yes. Look at that perfect thumb. And, and, know subs- and subscribe while you're at it. Obviously, that's it. do that. Do both of them. You see, when Will's got that perfect thumb up, you know, it's also attached to the end of a club. Oh, man, he takes that right there. All in him. It's man. All it's all in there. Just easing attention, baby. <laughs> he's not somebody else. <laughs> but yes, but while he's out there on the leaves, we got to have him looking right. Something to match the perfectly coiffed hair and that amazing swing that he's going to have out there. Mm. He's got to look right. He's got to have those amazing polos, those hats, or visors. Sure. <laughs> the golf bags and of course Because down Peck's down. gonna be there He's got to have a beer sleeve y'all It's only one place to get all this That's Pins and sweet. Aces The official golf apparel partner of CHGO and we love them because You get tons of compliments on And off the course And they are family owned golf and apparel Business y'all like I said them polos Them hats them visors them bags That beer sleeve seven beers Y'all seven of them things Get them right in that golf bag, and it keeps those jinks frosty cold the entire round. So check out pinsandaces.com and use the code C-H-G-O to receive 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 14, 15! 15% off your first order and get free shipping. That's pinsandaces.com. because if you look good, you play good. If you play good, it's all. Ooh. Pins and aces. Ooh. Run that down, man. Today was he an golfs. absolutely
2: gorgeous day for playing around the golf in Chicago. You're Make right, a beautiful fall day.
0: I wouldn't know because I've never played golf. I, I don't play often, day, so I'll take your word for it.
2: That's a good golf
0: day. What's a bad golf day? Will
1: uh, cold, rainy, windy. windy, windy, windy is really the okay the key. Yeah, That's rain, nice.
0: raining, windy
3: golf is but not. To be honest with no you, fun.
1: the amount that I slice. On my drives. It doesn't really matter what the weather is. It's going to be bad anyway. But if I wear pins and aces, I'll look good doing it. Yes, he will. You don't want to know that that
0: he's a real golfer because he said the word slice. Slice, yeah. (laughs) Big Dave, do you know what
2: the opposite of a slice is? I do not. A hook. Oh, he hooked it. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay, makes sense.
2: Yeah, not that kind of hook. (laughs) Not a a Draymond hook. Um, Hey! All right, guys, it's time for us to set our goals For Mr. Patrick Williams. There he is. It's time for Pat to prove it.
0: Prove it, prove it.
2: Uh, Would either of you gentlemen like to go first? Sure,
0: I'll go. Uh, So, Patrick Williams. Patrick Williams. How are you? I like you a lot. (laughs) Think You're an incredible basketball player, man. I think you've got a lot of potential, but it has to be brought out of you. Here's what I want you to prove this season. I need you to prove that kindness is not... A weakness mm. and what I mean by that is a lot of people see Patrick Pat, you know a really kind dude you know what I mean a really good person you know what I mean and a lot of people talk about it like it's a detriment mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying to his game mm-hmm. out there and I don't think it is at all I think the detriment would be for him to be something that he's not so I I'm not saying he has to be mean man out there on the floor. You know what I'm saying? Has to go out there, you know, and bite an ear or two or something like that. No, 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 no. You can be as kind as you want, but you have the physical tools and the ability to bring, be strong, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, in that sense. And I know he's strong-minded. But I need him to show that to the people that kindness is not a weakness because we've seen tons and tons of great players. Tim Duncan is the first one that mm-hmm. comes to mind who was like just the kind of person, will go out there and bust your ass real quick. He was a killer. I mean, he was a monster, all right? So it doesn't matter. Like, that stuff doesn't matter to me. But I hear, I've heard many people say that, and it bothers me to a point. And I need Patrick to go out there and do himself and be his game and show them that kindness is not a weakness. I can play this game. I like that. Yeah. I, I mean, I think a lot of Bulls fans have been kind of wondering that about
2: Pat, maybe phrasing it differently, saying he just doesn't have that. That thing, fill in the blank. Yeah, he doesn't have that. That thing that apparently Dalen Terry very clearly has. I oh! step on a basketball court, and it is very apparent. Yeah, from the split second I start playing, yeah. that my goal is to not only win at basketball, but to also maybe kill everyone else on yeah. this floor.
1: You feel his presence immediately. Yes, yes
2: immediately. Whereas Pat is a very let the game come to me kind of guy. He's not stepping on anybody's toes. As you were just saying, well, he said it himself during training camp over the last week at some point, like when you're playing on the floor with these guys, like Zach and these guys are all stars. Yeah. And our job is to get them going Yeah, because they are the engine that drives us. Mm -hmm. So maybe that's not the same kind of guy who can sit there and say, well, but it's my turn now. Damn it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just, I don't, If he defers and does things like that, I mean, okay. but I need him to know just the all the work that he did. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? And all the things that he showed in that, you know, in the workouts and and the training, all those things. Don't put that to the wayside by trying to cater to get anybody else off and do things like no. They've tried to make you better to make you better. You know what I mean? That's why DeMar was getting you up at 4 a.m. to make you better. Not so he can be better. DeMar is going to put in his own work. You know what I mean? He's going to do his own thing to do that. No, it's about making you a better basketball player. I think we saw a lot of that in that preseason. Um, And that's why I liked it more than the Minnesota one. Because in this one, he was doing getting a position at the 4. You know what I mean? Like, in that one, it was more... I'm the best out. Period. Here, I'm gonna run this, run this. Yes, yes, exactly right. He was Luca, and I didn't. And I'm not saying he won't have opportunities to do that, but it's not gonna be like that all game long. Okay, he's not gonna get that. They don't need him to be Luca, exactly. And he won't get the opportunity. You know what I mean? It's just not gonna happen. But what you will get the opportunity to do is set, run that pick and roll, and seal them tiny people in the paint and dunk on their face. And, and feel the space, as Will was explaining. Get that ball, fill the space, get to the bucket, dunk it with the right or left. Go up and get those offensive rebounds, man. Make your presence felt out there to these people. And then just run back down the court all smooth and cool like you always do, man. So, yeah, I just want to go out there and play and show that. Whether he's starting or coming off the bench, I truly don't give a damn. I do it wherever you're comfortable that bro. But I need you to show him that it's not a weakness, bro, to be kind. Because I'm kind all the time, and the damn show ain't weak. It's
1: true. So, yeah. will
2: vouch for that. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Hell yeah.
2: I love it. All right, Mr. Gottlieb, what do we got?
1: Okay, so I am actually pretty excited about Patrick playing on the second unit. Not because I think he necessarily like deserves to, or that he's bad and so he's on the bench, whatever. I think this is an opportunity for him to develop his game in a way that he that apparently and obviously he has not been able to do while playing with the starters. Okay. Um, so I'm actually really excited about this because it gives him an opportunity to be involved the way that he was in this past game. Mm. And so for me, uh, if I'm going to put this into a stat like I have been, there were 396 players who played at least 400 minutes this past season. In usage percentage, Patrick Williams was 324th. Mm. He was 324 of 396 in usage at 14.2%. So that means out of every 100 possessions, he had he finished 14% of those plays. Okay, I want him to get that up to 18 because that'll be in the top 200. Mm-hmm. I'm not asking for him to be Luca with a 36% usage rate. I'm not asking for him to be, you know, Russell Westbrook in 2016 or Steph or whatever. Mm-hmm. I just want him to like put his mark on the game <coughs> in a way that that makes you feel him. And I think he can do that more with the second unit. And I think if you're seeing that, his usage will be up around 18, like I said, 20 is average. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't even need to be average, but like, let's get him in the top half of the league. It's mm-hmm. a little ridiculous that he's down where he is. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a real opportunity for him to, to stretch his game a little bit more, whether it's as the ball handler in some of those, you know, games like the Minnesota one, or just like in plays like this, where he's just setting a screen and rolling hard to the basket. Yeah, Do that and your usage will go up and you'll be more confident and you'll be getting easier buckets. And I think that will help him develop and the player that we all hope he can become. Mm. I love that, that, man. I like that a lot. I love that. I mean, I
2: was was just about to say, (laughs) when you put it in that kind of lens, 324th out of uh, 396 qualifying players, as far as usage percentage, that is, you want to know something sad? Low.
1: Uh, Not really, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Iowa was one spot behind him. Really? Yeah. Mm. Well, Three hundred twenty fifth. Started, but it's a different situation because he's—he's definitely about to change. (laughs) Yes, I was like starting the play a little bit more. I don't think Mm -hmm. that's um, an indictment on Io as much as I do with Patrick because he should be the ones finishing the play, right? Um,
2: I dig that. All right. As far as my goal for Pat, um, I was thinking about maybe sort of making this a two-pronged goal because they are kind of related. But I think I'm going to give him a break, and I'm just going to set one goal. Okay. And I'm hoping that this one goal will lead to more of the other. Okay. So, when we were watching that Pat tape just a minute ago, we saw him working the offensive glass. Working it. Finally. And we also saw him dunking the damn ball. Kabloom. I want more of both of those things from Pat this year. When you talk about someone his size who isn't the focal point of the offense... Mm -hmm. How do you get your buckets? How do you get your opportunities? Mm. And that we know Billy Donovan has stressed coming into this training camp. We need to be a better offensive rebounding team. We got to look at other easy ways to get buckets. That's what we're going to focus on. That's one of the things we'll focus on. Mm. You saw it. And, like, yes, okay, that's second stringers for the Bucs that he just, you know, was was absolutely dominating on the offensive glass earlier this week, but he can do it. If he can do it against them, he can do it against anybody. So here it is. In his rookie season, Patrick had an offensive rebounding percentage of 3.7. Last season, he did manage to bump that up to Mm 4.6, but those numbers are low, they are weak, they are soft as hell. For a dude Patrick's size, who's trying to get easy looks and opportunities around the rim, Mm -hmm. my goal for him is to bump that up from 4.6% last season to 8%. This season, Mm. I'm asking him to nearly double his offensive rebounding percentage from last year. Mm. And that may sound like a lot. But if you look at the top 10 leaders across the entire NBA in offensive rebounding percentage last season, they were all in the 12 to 18 range. Steven Adams was the best offensive rebounder in the league last season, he averaging or offensive rebounding percentage of 17.9. Ridiculous. The 8, 9, 10 people rounding out the top 10 were all just at or just slightly above 12%. Mm. So asking 8% of Pat still isn't even asking him to be one of the very best offensive rebounders in the NBA. Yeah, It's asking him to double the weak-ass amount of offensive rebounding he did in his first two seasons in the league. <laughs> and I think that that is fair. And accomplishable.
1: Well, to be Mm. fair, I think I've mentioned this before, but like offensive rebounding is something that you decide to do. It's a strategy that you go for, Mm -hmm. or you decide to get back in transition. Mm -hmm. It's like hard to do both of those things. It's a trade-off. So I think you mentioned it before, the Bulls are planning to do more offensive rebounding. They brought in one of the great offensive rebounders of all time to do more offensive rebounding. Right. Patrick Williams is a part of that, and I totally agree he can get to that number. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I like how you put it because it kind of goes into,
0: like you said, just being stronger. You know what I'm saying, more physical in the because Assert like you yourself, said, like exactly. Because, like you said, you know it's all a mental thing. You know what I mean? Honestly, it's a decision. You know what I mean? To be an offensive rebounder, because defensive rebounds just fall to you, kind of thing. You know what I mean? I ain't saying it's easy. You know what, yeah. what I mean? But offensive rebound is work. You know what I mean? You got to go in. And you got to fight to get in there and get it. And in all those clips we saw, when we saw him getting those offensive rebounds and taking it back, that's what he was coming with. You know what I mean? He was coming with that fire and that strength and those kind of things. So yes, yeah, to see want to see more of that, I don't think is a crazy thing to do, and it would just add to his game, honestly, and get him easier buckets.
2: The other thing that was, yes. you know, kind of <laughs> along those same lines, dunking wise. All right, um, I'm guessing you guys haven't looked this up recently. And spanning his rookie year and his and his second season, Patrick has played in eighty-eight regular season games. Okay. How many dunks do you think he has in those eighty-eight games?
0: Eighty-eight games. Should we bring Cody in on this for over under on this? Should we bring Cody in? What's Cody? Did Cody leave?
2: I don't know where he
3: I'll is. Okay.
0: All right. So oh, over I would in eighty eight games, Patrick Williams has fifty four dunks. Will? I think it's less listed. I already guess? saw the answer. Oh, okay. Well, let me guess. Let me guess.
2: 17. Okay. okay
0: that he's... is disrespectful. <laughs> uh, Dave,
2: you were really close. 58. Oh, yes, 58 right there. dunks in 88 right games. Right there, baby. Yes. He averaged 0.72 dunks per game his rookie year. Last year, in his 17 games, that fell to 0.41 dunks per game. Mm unacceptable mm, mm. so the other goal that i was going to maybe make for pat this year but i'm just going to stick with the offensive rebounds but what i would love to see average a dunk a game mm. if you can dunk five times like you did the other with night either
1: hand <laughs> <laughs> How much Give more fun are the Bulls when they're dunking? Like oh, so much more fun. First half of the season, so they're so flying up fun. and down. Javante's dunking. Yeah. Zach's doing three sixty. Yeah, it. man. Patrick's getting like that one fan let's dunk. who had,
2: was sitting courtside for that one Caruso dunk, who just like looked back up at the crowd.
0: <laughs> oh, Bulls fans gross. love dunking. They love dunking. dunking is fun. <laughs> yes, Jason. I've liked him to show some ruthless aggression. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely right. Absolutely right. Wrestling's awesome.
2: <laughs> uh, I don't even understand that reference. And Who shows right, ruthless man. aggression? Don't
0: worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. It's all not for of, you. Okay. It's not for you. It's okay. It's all right. You can't just throw it out there. And yes, I can. we have talking to oh, Jason. I'm talking it. my man Jason about it, man. Okay. He understand where I'm coming from, man. Okay. It's a wrestling thing. It's a wrestling thing. You wouldn't get it. <laughs> it's all right. Do you want do you want to talk some more wrestling? Oh, you want to talk about wrestling? What? Big okay. Is Big. that
3: what is that what John Cena said to Kurt Angle?
0: That is exactly right what happened. when he yes. was
3: like when he was making his debut. Correct.
0: That's exactly what he said when he made his debut. He said, What do you get? he's what do you guys aggression. And he slapped the across And he across went up, Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. that. And that was the start of John Cena's uh career right there. Look how Lawrence. Look how excited he is because he said John Cena. Look at that. That's amazing. Pack is disgusted. Yes, he is. I mean, I told him this one for <laughs> Oh, you. look at that. It's six o'clock. Time to go. Told him one for What him. a shame. Told him. He still wanted to hear it, and he heard it, and he's mad about it, mm. and that is classic peck. I'm not mad about it at all. Well. <laughs> I'm about to go watch the Bears game. Oh, some, some, stroganoff. some
2: stroganoff. Beef stroganoff, stroganoff. baby. Let's um, get it. Thank you for tuning in today and all week. One more reminder to hit that thumbs-up button on today's episode. It helps us out a lot. Do it. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Speaking of which, Thursday Night Football, mm. Bears. Bears. Mm. Dan Snyder. What you betting? Uh, I'm honestly tempted to take the over because everyone's taking the under, but the under set real low. It's like 38 and a half. Is it okay. still a 38 and a half, Joey? I don't know. I think it was. I
1: I think these teams. I'll are tell you what I like. Tonight. I like
3: longest touchdown under 37 yards. Damn. Like, are these? I don't know. I don't Weird. Know. All right. Weird.
1: Did you did you not yep. watch last week? Darnell Moody. Like like see the catch yeah. he didn't score a
3: touchdown. Did he? Yeah, yeah. They're,
1: they're, they're <laughs> moving. They're moving.
0: <laughs>
3: that was one time they moved it. One time.
2: Uh, so yeah, keep it locked here on our CHGO Sports YouTube channel. We're gonna have a CHGO Bears watch party going Bears. on with our Bears crew. over under thirty eight, over under thirty eight, and um, hopefully we'll uh, we'll watch the Bears get a victory tonight. Uh, in the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter. Will underscore Gottlieb, Bow all Sports, Bow Bulls underscore Peck. We are Bulls. C H O underscore bulls. Stick face. Our pal and our producer Joey is it at Joey, Joey Spathis. Hey. Cavs about to walk uh, behind us on the set here with a gorgeous bear sweater. Bears. Bears. It is bear sweater season, Bears. y'all.
0: bear Goodness,
2: Bears. that looks hand
0: knit. I like the little shimmy he did though. Like while he was doing that, like vintage is the word. Uh, I believe it's pronounced vintage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, you sound weird. like the
3: ref who's kicking out Andre Drummond for bench decorum. Mm.
2: <laughs> mm. Bench decorum. Mm decorum. Uh, we are off for the next couple of days. You guys have uh, are going to have another HQ rolling around. What Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday, and then we'll be back with That's a fresh dose of episodes yeah. next week, which will include pre and post of the Bulls' first game of the season. <laughs> on wednesday Can't wait goodness gracious that's gonna be Let's fun go, man make sure you stick uh stick around and stay tuned because we got a pretty fun and awesome announcement coming next uh-huh. week too i might flip a table Woo! Uh-huh. flipping tables like john cena excited, man! for joey for will for big dave unpack keep it locked here we got bears coming up next see red be good bulls nation